Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast. I'm Chantel Cooley, your host, and I'm excited to be with you here today. We have a very special guest with us. His name is Dean Mitchum. Welcome, Dean. Hi, Chantel. And, of course, Dean is the uh, Director of Worship Ministries for Christian International, and he's been doing that, what, for 30 years well, at least? Well, I've, I've been here at the headquarters for 23 years and oh. a part of Christian International for 28 years. Okay, I knew I was close. And he is a, uh, he's crea- he has a, now you have a podcast called? The Creative Worship Leader. And has, has that just started? Has that been going on for a while? Uh, it's brand new. As of a couple of months ago, we have several episodes available. And uh, what, we, what we talk about is uh, leading worship, leading people, and harnessing creativity. Mm, I love that. And the thing I love about you that's so amazing is you've got a lot of business experience. True, true. I was in sales for quite a while while I was leading worship on the side until I joined uh, Christian International those several years ago. So tell us what's really on your heart today. Well, God has really put a, 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 a mandate, I believe, together creative people so that we can organize our efforts so that we properly create things that move the kingdom forward, whether that be music or art or, or jobs or anything that we're out. We're moving forward with those things and helping the kingdom of God. And so... Um, my heart is to help people recognize that their gifts are important, that they're going to play a role in this next move of God, and it's not something that's going to pass them by or they have to catch up with, but they can have an active role in what God wants to do next. And, of course, I, I love what you talk about, as be, especially being a worship leader. I think people in the business world, when they go to church, or when they're in their car listening to worship music, uh, they're expressing themselves to God. And I I mean, I carry that with me right into board meetings and, and uh, office meetings, and I think that's what you're exposing. Right, right. And there's, there are certain things that happen when we worship, and, and we all know that the presence of the Lord comes. But, you know, God is manifest in worship, and, uh, you know, he's, in, he's enthroned in our praises. But it's much more than that. We're liberated in His presence. His Word is manifested, His presence. Uh, we get transformed by His power and His glory and His love. And part of that representation is taking the glory of the Lord with us. Representation is a form of worship because it says, where can I go from your presence? If I go up to the mountains, you are there. If I go to the depths of hell, you're there. If I go to the office, you're there. If I go home, you're there. So, but mm-hmm. worship is that atmosphere reminding ourselves that God is in covenant with us. Wow, that's powerful. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, Dean. And he's going to really give us some really good stuff to help us, not only in, our, in the business world, going to work every day. That's what these podcasts are for, just to give you something to take with you. Even in the business world, we need God. Amen? Uh, we're going to talk about leaders uh, having wisdom to lead and guide people who work for you. Wow, what a great topic, Dean, that you picked. I mean, I love this. Oh, oh thank you, Chantel. I'm so glad to- so glad to be a part of this and to be able to share this together with you guys. Um, wh- what I found in all these years of leading worship, most of my team are volunteer. I have very few people that are, that are on staff. So I have people that are given their time, they're given their talents, and, and they're given uh, their life to help accomplish things. And most churches are the same way. Um, so uh, what I have found that is, is when, when we lay out a prize that we're trying to accomplish, 
it lets everybody know what we're striving for together. And, you know, the Bible talks about striving towards the, the high calling and the prize, you know, and letting go of the things behind us. So I've tried to lay out what is the prize that we're trying to offer people that we've asked to work with us, whether we hire them or whether, whether they're volunteering to work, come alongside us. And to me, for our people, it's the greatest experience of being able to use your gifts and callings and whatever it is for, for God's glory and know that God is happy with you. The Bible says in the light of the king's face, there is favor. And um, so that means God's happy with you. When God looks at us and his face shines upon us, it's experiencing divine fulfillment, I call it. So for our worship team or for people that are, I lay out that prize. We're trying to get to that place where we're making a difference. We're using what God has given us. Now, where the business, it could be a sales goal for, for, for future projects you want to work on or something like that, or anything along the way, you have a, a prize that you're reaching for. Um, and so once we set the prize, we kind of lay out the price. What are we going to have to, what is it going to cost us to reach that prize? For me, for a worship team, uh, we lay out the practices, what you're going to have to do, the standards we uphold, uh, the rehearsals we're going to have to have, uh, the investment we're going to have to make personal level. And that gives me a, a, a quantifier, so to speak. People can say, okay, this is the prize we're reaching for. This is what it's going to cost me. And in, in kind of a filtering way, it reduces you down to the people who are willing to pay the price to reach the prize. Mm, that's good. So once you get that point established, you can go on and all your efforts in are delivering the promise that you made to the people that have joined up with you, that you're going to experience the prize. You have to give them something, a vision when they work for you. If you don't, they, they kind of, um, they lose their vision because there is no vision. Right, exactly. And, and we find that when, when, when people come to the, the appointed time, whether it's rehearsal, they're given a part of their life at that moment. So the way that we guide them is we have things laid out for practice. We have things already set up what we're going to do. We try to let them know ahead of time what we're going to work on, what songs, so to speak. So we're, what we do is we try to equip them with the right uh, focus for that time. We equip them with the right tools they need. We equip them with the right training that they need so they can help. So we're not only saying this is where we're going, this is how we're going to get there, and these are the tools we're going to provide for you to accomplish what we're trying to do. I, I love your principles. It's what I do, too. When I go into a team, I've got to figure out a way that they're so excited about what I'm doing that they'll want to do it and help me move it forward. And I think a lot of leaders forget that part, don't you? Is that they, they recruit the team, but then that's it's just begun how you connect. Right, right. And I kind of, you know, I, I played a little bit of sports in high school, and I try to, everybody gathers around the quarterback in the huddle, but if he doesn't call a play, everybody's staring at him. You know, like mm -hmm. you, you're the one supposed to call the play. You've called us here. What is the play? So that's part of the guiding the people is, is giving them that clear direction. They've gathered around you. They bought into your game plan. But what do we do right now? Yeah, you've got to get them excited, build the influence, and they'll just work so hard for you because they feel valued. And they, they want to be on your team. My goal, Dean, of course, building the university was for years. It's like, I want to be a leader that people go, ah, I want to be under her because she's going to bring value to me. She'll let you dream. She'll let you talk. And that's been my goal is I want to be one of those kind of leaders where people, 
they they want to be. And I've heard that many times where God just blessed me so much with that. I hear that. I'm like, okay, I did it. You know, I've, I've accomplished that area. And I think that's really important. You just don't lead people. You mentor them. And that's what you're really talking about right now. Right, right. One of the things we do is when, 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 we, when we build a team, we, we try to set up an atmosphere of growth and, 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 and two-way street wins, things like that. And, and so what happens is when you begin to build that culture of winning, you're, you have to guard that culture and you have to, to guide that culture and you have to be the biggest cheerleader for your own team members. Let them know how much you appreciate them. Give mm-hmm. them feedback. Give them honest feedback, but also give them, them, them you know, praise and, 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 and how much you appreciate what they've done and how much their efforts are paying off and acknowledge that. You know, God even has that in the end of our life. He's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant. And we don't need that at the end of our life. Only we need it all the way through. We need it through our projects. We need it through our our goals. We need it through what we're accomplishing to one another. Great job. Great job. Mm, I love that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And Dean's going to come back and wrap this up and maybe even give some testimonies of, of he's put this into practice for a long time. And he's very well recognized. I've seen him worship and his team loves him. So I love this, Dean, because it's actually uh, it's bringing some business leadership wisdom into the, the ministry world, a worship team. And how powerful is this? I don't think we hear this enough. So we'll be right back. You did it, you're moving forward. But not so long ago, you weren't sure you'd ever get here. Work all day and family commitments at night meant no time to go back to school. Until you found Columbia Southern University. Here, you found the affordable online classes you needed, but you also found a family-owned university dedicated to your success and staff who were there to help you every step of the way. Are you ready to move forward? Columbia Southern University, always forward. Welcome back. I'm with Dean, and we're going to wrap this podcast up. It has been powerful, Dean. And he's talked about how you lead your staff, you lead uh, your worship team. And, uh, Dean, you've given us some great principles. And let's talk about what's in this new master class. I'm very intrigued about it. And it, you're la- you, you've launched it, and um, I know it's changing lives. Thank you, Chantel, so much. I appreciate that. And to be able to share this is, is, is a great joy for me. Um, we are, the, this master class, I, I probably uh, went back over the, you know, close to well over 30 years of leading worship and being a part of prophetic ministry. And I, I see so many people reaching out for calling and fixing and themselves to something that matters more than playing music, more, more than just leading worship, because we all do that as believers uh, in a sense. But it's also knowing that my gifts can matter in a new way, in a new level. So what I've done, I put together this master class, and we're taking people through this. It's the power course for becoming biblically um, equipped and spiritually confident to be a prophetic worship leader. Because prophetic worship, it seems spontaneous, but it never is, other than it comes out in the moment. So it's spirit-led, and God moves on you, and you prophesy in song, you prophesy on the instruments, or, or, you know, in prophetic in general, but it's being loaded up and prepared to be that kind of a type of worship leader. So my master class, we're going to take people through the um, reputation of a, of a prophetic psalmist. For, for example, when David was called to minister on the instrument for King Saul, uh, it went through his credentials. And his credentials listed six or seven items, but only one had to do with music. 
But that's what they wanted him to do was play music. But they went and listed all the other credentials like him being a son, a soldier, a man of valor, uh, uh, prudent in speech, um, and uh, so many things. But so his reputation was being laid out. So we're talking about how to align skill, anointing, and character into a powerful prophetic flow. So we set the foundation, and then we go on to the next part of the what goes into a psalmist's quiver. And I look at the psalmist's quiver as having arrows. You pull over a song. How do you release a song in a moment's notice? I mean, we're in the middle of service. Apostle Tom will turn around and say, Dean, I think you have a prophetic song. And I jokingly tell him later, well, I didn't, but I do now. <laughs> but how does that work? It's because you're prepared. Yeah. You prepare. So I tell him what goes into a psalmist's quiver is scripture, skill, and spirit. So it, when you fill yourself with scripture, you work on your skill, and you're filled with the spirit, led by the spirit, that all flows together. And so then we move on to uh, what is the three expressions of a psalmist? Now, we look at David's life. We know that David was a musician, a singer, and a songwriter. So those are the three expressions of a psalmist playing, singing, and writing. So we go through how those things work together in a prophetic sense. And David was a songwriter. He prophesied about our Messiah, but he did it through song. He wasn't a normal prophet. And in our ministry, you have Bishop Hammond's a prophet, Apostle Jane Hammond's a prophet, uh, Apostle Gail Sheehan's a prophet, but I'm a prophet in the order of David in the sense that I prophesy through song. And I can write songs that are prophetic songs. So we're imparting all these gifts to different people. And so that is going to you know, uh, uh, um, come together in me teaching them the importance of writing songs for new moves and how songs move us forward and how we partner with apostles and prophets to forward the kingdom of God. When they release new doctrine, one of our jobs is to write songs out of the new doctrine. You know, Martin Luther did it. Uh, Charles Wesley did it. Uh, King David did it. I mean, these are things that we do. And so I trained them through songwriting. And then we go on a mission together to write new songs. That's part of this master class so that we can, we can uh, support and partner with the prophets and apostles for what God is doing. So that, mm. that's pretty much a summary of what's taking place. Um, I've, I've probably taught over a thousand people songwriting and um, I, I, a thousand people prophetic worship. But this is, of course, where I'm going to be involved in coaching them through this. So it's not just a one-time, you know, uh, you go there and you go through it. You're going to, the launching of this phase one is I'm going to be involved with it. I'm going to be interactive in their life, uh, going through the parts and songwriting with them. So um, anybody that's interested, they can go to movementwriters.com. That's movementwriters, W-R-I-T-E-R-S, movementwriters.com and find out more information. You can learn more. You can enroll right there. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm excited to be able to share this with you guys. And I'm excited that, that you uh, are excited about it, too. Yes, we are. And the thing I like about it is regular the people who are, who are like in the business world that can sing and have these talents, I think God's raising up more and more people like that, that they can say, hey, this is my place. And to have this training is so valuable. I've not seen it out there just like what you have. I think you're the first. <laughs> and um, I think that this is, I think God's just bringing up men and women in the workplace to find their spot. And we've got to help the church move forward. And what better is to find your talent. You feel so connected when you're able to use your talent. 
you just want to grow deeper in God. And another thing I, I love what you mentioned and I talk about in the business world is always stay filled up. When I mentor people, I'm like, okay, I might call on you to speak with me. It may be real impromptu, but it helps you become who you're supposed to be. I'm helping you. I'm mentoring you. And I think that's what you're doing with this course is it's a great mentor tool to like, when you're filled up, you can do those prophetic songs. And you can minister prophetically, and um, that's wonderful. And you're not filled up. That's a problem. You just don't have anything to give, right? Exactly. You don't. And, and the three scriptures I use to talk about that is Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Then Psalm 33, verse 3 says, Play skillfully unto the Lord a new song. And Ephesians 5.18.19 says, Be filled with the Spirit. And both those scriptures talk about ministering in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. So that's, you're filled with the Word, filled with the Spirit. You're, you're filled up. Like you said, you're filled up. I love that. And, of course, you have other books and information you've written. You can find it at movementwriters.com as well, right? Yes, and you can also visit deanmitchum.com. Uh, I have uh, uh, several books, and I have albums on iTunes. So Dean Mitchum is a name you search for okay. there to, to get things that you need. And, uh, okay. And you can also... Let's plug in uh, Vision Church. You, you're the main, you're the director of worship there, and you can see you, right? We can see you every Sunday. Yes, almost every Sunday. I'm here leading worship with the team, and uh, it's a blessing to be here. Blessed to be here with Apostle Jane, Apostle Tom, and, and Bishop, and the whole ministry. Uh, coming up, 23 years here. And that's Vision Church and um, Vision Church at Christian International, okay. in Santa Rosa All Beach, right. Florida. Santa Rosa Beach, right? Right. Okay, well, that's all we have for today, Dean. It's been a pleasure. And definitely check out his um, master class. It's just really amazing. It's fresh. It's, I think it's for this time. And uh, we appreciate you giving back to us today. Thank you, Chantel. Thank you so much. Okay, stay tuned for our next podcast. They come out weekly, and we'll see you next time. For more information on Christian International, visit ChristianInternational.com. And for more information on Chantel Cooley Ministries, visit ChantelCooley.com.